The Word of God for our meditation this morning comes from Isaiah chapter 66, verses 18 through 23, reading from the ESV. For I know their works and their thoughts, and the time is coming to gather all nations and tongues. And they shall come and see my glory, and I will set a sign among them. And from them I will send survivors to the nations, to Tarshish, Pool, and Lud, to draw the bow, to Tubal and Yavan, to the coastlands far away that have not heard my fame or seen my glory. And they shall declare my glory among the nations. And they shall bring all your brothers from all the nations as an offering to the Lord, on horses and in chariots and in litters and on mules and on dromedaries to my holy mountain Jerusalem, says the Lord. Just as the Israelites bring their grain offering in a clean vessel to the house of the Lord. And some of them I also I will take for priests and for Levites, says the Lord. For as the new heavens and the new earth that I make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your offspring and your name remain, from new moon to new moon, and from Sabbath to Sabbath. All flesh shall come to worship before me, declares the Lord. The book of Isaiah is full of clear warnings to the people of Judah. The judgment of the Lord was coming soon because of their wickedness and disobedience to God's law. Isaiah writes in chapter 5, verse 20, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. If they did not heed these warnings that God sent them, they would be given over to destruction at the hand of the Babylonians. And you know how the story ends. Judah did not heed the warning of the Lord, but they were carried away into captivity. But God has given another warning, one that is meant for us today. To anyone who follows after the lusts of his own heart and puts his trust in his own abilities will be consumed by the fiery wrath and vengeance of the Lord. Now who fits that description? Who follows after the loss of their own heart and cares only about themselves? Is it the Hollywood elite? Is it our politicians? Our neighbors? Friends, maybe? Do a quick search online and you'll see countless examples of people who are, uh, practice evil in this world. They do not care about the things that they say or the things that they do. They couldn't care less if they lie or cheat or commit gross acts against God's law, such as fornication, adultery, murder of unborn babies, and the like. In fact, these sins that were once widely condemned in our society are now being celebrated And how is that even possible? Are people really that evil? Well, unfortunately, that is a harsh reality of sin. Sin is so thoroughly corrupt in man that what we would consider to be horrible, unspeakable things are viewed as normal and okay. And yet there is another group of people that fits under this description of Isaiah. Isaiah. 
and that is you and me. By nature, you and I are just as bad as the worst of criminals. Even Paul called himself the chief of sinners. Just like every other person born, you and I have a sinful nature that only desires to commit sin. It abhors what God desires, and it wants to pursue its own desire against what God's law says. And so these prophecies of warning are meant for us. Woe to us if we call evil good and good evil. Woe to us if we think we are wise in our own eyes. Woe to us if we become like the world. And if God were to judge us according to our nature alone, we would fall under God's call to judgment. In the gospel message, that gospel, the blessed message that Jesus died for all the sins of every person on earth, we would reject that by nature. But thanks be to God who does not leave us in the depravity of our sinful nature. He says, I will gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. I will set a sign among them to all who have not heard my fame nor seen my glory. The time has already come for all nations to see the glory of God. This was accomplished when God himself walked this earth. Jesus is that sign that God set up, both as a warning and as a comfort. Jesus fulfilled the law for all mankind. In this way, he serves as a comfort by doing what we could not do. But he also came as the only Savior from sin. And in that way, he comes as a warning. Anyone who does not put their trust in him will inherit destruction. In every way that we let our sinful nature take over, in every way that we fail to do what God wants us to do, Jesus remained perfect. He perfectly fulfilled God's law in your place so that you will not be condemned by the law. On the cross, nothing was withheld. The final warning of God's judgment came to an end, not on you and me, but on Jesus. God did not spare his own son, but he offered him up for us all, for you. Christ died crying out, it is finished, in order that you can cry out, our Father who art in heaven. He rose from the dead, and he gave the proof that God has accepted his payment for your sins and for the sins of the whole world. You have seen the sign that God has established, His Son. And the Holy Spirit has created the faith in your heart to hold on to it and to believe in it. And because the Holy Spirit has created that faith in your heart, all of Christ's work is given to you. Jesus lived a perfect life for you. Jesus suffered the full power of God's wrath for your sins. Jesus died the perfect death so that death has no power over you. Jesus rose from the dead to guarantee 
that you also will rise from the dead. Not only that, but you also receive the fulfillment at the end of Isaiah's prophecy. For as the new heavens and the new earth that I make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your offspring and your name remain. From new moon to new moon and from Sabbath to Sabbath, all flesh shall come to worship before me, declares the Lord. The Lord has declared it. It is sure. Your name is written in the book of life. So whenever your journey on this earth has come to an end, you will continue to, in perfect harmony with all believers of all time, worship God throughout eternity. This is the promise that you have guaranteed by your Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. We conclude this morning by singing hymn 761 verses 1 and 2.